You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having, but you don't need to be a man to join us. The Real Men Feel Show is produced weekly for your growth and enjoyment. Listen to us on podcast platforms including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more. You can also watch the show on YouTube by visiting realmenfeel.org slash YouTube. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes by visiting realmenfeel.org slash iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at realmenfeel.org and at facebook.com slash realmenfeelshow. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Your reviews, comments, feedback, and participation are welcome during the live show and anytime in our Facebook group, on Twitter, or at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. And you know, in my life, I have been a man who feels, and I have been a man who shuns and hides and resists feeling as well. And kind of there have been times in both of those experiences that I have felt isolated and alone or feared that expressing myself might lead to my isolation and being alone. Um, so our, our guest today is really going to talk about the importance of community. And you know, when we first talked, he mentioned that and that was something I haven't really explored. It seems kind of inherent. Uh, there are a lot of assumptions I've had that people recognize that community can help them or, or not. But uh, with that said, uh, my guest today is entrepreneur, mindset coach, and podcaster, Tony Grebmeyer. Welcome to the show, Tony. Thank you so much. It's awesome to be here. Cool, cool. And uh, you know, from talking to you previously, you mentioned that, that your mission is to help entrepreneurs know that they can achieve their dreams despite hardships. That's true. And it, it brings up a great point and really quick into the, this podcast is the simple fact that I was a 36-year-old male sitting on my couch contemplating suicide when my life was literally what I thought was its lowest moment. And I received a knock on the door that forever changed my life. And in that knock, somebody said, your life has meaning and purpose, but what you're doing right now doesn't. Mm. And in there was some really good context that I've been able to, to reframe what had happened in my past, experiences that I you know, I shunned or I, I buried deep down inside and tell people today that, you know, despite this dumpster that you've been pushing around, life's dumpster, hmm. how you have this just an enormous opportunity and gift if you decide. And decision is the greatest key component to turning around at least my life. You know, I changed my thoughts, I changed my behaviors and my life got better. So there's a lot in there to kind of deconstruct, but the, the, the idea is despite everything, you can become anything. Mm. That's the key that I want to leave people with. Cool. Yeah. And I, I, when I talk, and, and we have a shared background. I've, I've been suicidal. I've had numerous attempts in, in my own life, uh, in, in my past. And, you know, one thing about that is the power of decision. And, and it wasn't until I was like, I had had enough of this and I had to decide that I wanted to live a different way. I wanted to decide. And, and it's scared. It, 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 decisions and responsibility, it can feel like blame. 
especially when you're in a place where you're you're you know you're beating yourself up and you're judging and you just you know, again it's it's a pretty dark place anytime you think you know the ending your life is you know you're doing that a 50-50 dance do, do I take a breath or do I end it so what what helped you rebound out of that darkness mm, great question um, so I had done some personal development work. Um, I went to a, a forum, a landmark forum, and I had done that. So I'd taken a, a couple courses there. And it was just like what we're going to jump into because it, it's my story, right? I was there at the weekend. Um, I had drugs in my pocket. I remember the, the, the leader, the teacher saying, hey, um, you know, this weekend we're going to pass around like a piece of paper I'm just going to ask that you stay off all mind altering substances while we do work. And I said, oh, okay, great. You know, I signed it and, you know, gave it back to them. And I went to the bathroom about three minutes after I signed it and I had a big handful of drugs. And I remember just tossing them into the garbage can going, ah, crap, man. Like that was good stuff, but all right, I can do it for the weekend. And, you know, that was kind of like part of my mindset was making a decision just for that weekend. And um, I knew it was just for that weekend. And I went back two weeks later to start kind of a 10 week seminar that they give you as kind of uh, your package. And uh, somebody had asked me, said, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, how's it been since, you know, uh, the forum? And I said, oh, it's been great. You know, I still haven't had a drink or a drug. And they're like, why? And I said, because I signed a piece of paper. And he's like, dude, it was just that weekend. <laughs> and what that gave me in that moment was permission and the next week I showed up drunk the week after that I showed up drunk the you know the next week drunk the fourth week they were basically like hey you know what if you're drinking you can't come back mm. and that brought me from that part basically in like October to um, a night that I was working on something with my mom and I had called her to kind of ask for some feedback you know my mom's my first mentor uh, somebody who I you know I look up to immensely from you know, coming up in a single family, uh, you know, watched her, you know, parents divorced at an early age, go sent off to boarding school and then kind of have to figure out her way on a, on a teacher's salary and taught special education and her, her gift and love for helping others is, has been really good. So my mom's always played a, a vital role by showing me what's possible as a great mentor, a mentor, somebody who teaches and at least shows you what's available if you choose it. And I remember sitting on the phone with my mom at the 44 minute mark. I just basically said, you know, I, I, you know what, mom, I just, I guess I do have a problem. And I didn't realize that I had a, a real issue um, with not knowing how to express my feelings, kind of like what we're talking a little bit about today, to really know how to share what was going on in my heart. And so I medicated over it and I, I formed some just habits that weren't serving me anymore. And my mom told me something, you know, son, you have a chance to break some habits and you have, you can change cycles for your children and hopefully their children to come that you don't have to be another statistic in the bloodline of your father, which was alcoholic, 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 blah, 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 blah. So it's like, all right. So, uh, really on 12, 15 of 08, I walked into a 12 step program and I haven't had drinks since drugs, you know, all of that they're gone. And so really what I have today is a new way of thinking. And a lot of people don't really spend any time to stop. And I, when I say a lot of people, 
I've worked with well over a thousand people. I've conducted over a thousand different interviews. And when I start talking to people, um, we're stuck in our paradigm. We're just stuck doing what we've been doing and we get the results we've been getting. And you know, if they're not serving you anymore, one day you'll come to the conclusion like I did talking to my mom that, you know, I wanted to change. Right. And I, I just got sick and tired. I think we, there's a lot of cliches of being sick and tired and made that, that kind of gut wrenching. All right, cool. And usually anything I put my mind to, I achieve, I don't look back and see many failures from that point forward. I really look at everything as a lesson and what, what is the world teaching me today is, you know what, Tony, when it comes to drugs and alcohol, that's not something you can do anymore. Um, so I, I have a little saying that goes something like this, you know, we are all allotted our drugs and alcohol. We all have our batch in front of us. I just used up mine sooner than most. And so, you know, I don't have any more and I don't want to steal yours. So I'm good to go. <laughs> That's great. So, so you mentioned it was age 36 that you're contemplating suicide. So was that really the first time had that not been something that, that bubbled up into your thinking until then? Yeah. I mean, I just think like, <clears throat> I was, you know, I was 2008 and, um, no, I've had death conversations with myself many times. You know, I, I look at the mirror when I was 21 living in Modesto, California, going to a junior college, working at a radio station, saying to myself, is this what my life's going to be? I remember I was pretty drugged up and looking at myself in the mirror. I think it was on my birthday and I was like, is this what my life's going to be? Mm -hmm. I remember doing that again, around 30, 31 saying, is, is this what my life is? You know, wife, two kids, job, money, great. Like I've got what I want, but like, I don't know if I really know what I want. Mm -hmm. I just got everything that I needed. And I thought about it again. And then, you know, so I think there are patterns that we don't see for ourselves. And um, what I love to tell people to do is like, you know, next time you're in your vehicle and you're sitting in the, the driver's seat, stop for a moment before you pull out onto the road and remember that you most likely have already put your seatbelt on and you most likely have looked at your surroundings. That's the first thing I want people to get a reflection of is that you already do it and you just haven't been looking at it the right way. Hmm. So remember in a vehicle, there's usually, unless it's a big truck, you usually have got these two big mirrors on either side and then you've got one mirror to help you look back. Plus you have your eyes and ears and you have the ability to turn left or right and actually move because people also realize that cars have blind spots. I had blind spots and my mom was, was able to help me see my blind spots. So get good people in your vehicle, get good people uh, that you do life with and that will call you out on when you're being an a-hole and when, uh, when you're not being a good person and, and call you out when they, they go, Hey, you know, your behavior is a little scary. Like when's the last time you've been to a meeting? Like, are you really working your program? Have you called your sponsor? You know, yeah. like have people in your life that you want to have in your life so that when you know, because it's inevitable, I'm going to do something someday stupid because of a rush decision and I'm going to resent it and regret it. And I don't want to get there. So better now to prepare myself with the right people. So, you know, they talk a lot about it in personal development. You are the five people you hang around with. You are the sum of those five people you hang around with. So uh, if you uh, head to a barbershop uh, and you sit there long enough, you're bound to get a buzz. You know, if you hang out on a bar, you're, you sit there long enough, you're bound to get a buzz drinking at the bar. Like, so we become the things we do. And uh, for me, the biggest thing that I had to really get through Tony's, you know, ears was what I did, I did, but what I do from this point forward, I have 100% control over. 
and I'm mindful of it with a clear mind. Like this is tomorrow's two weeks without any form of caffeine in my body. I'm like trying my best to get to like the raw state, the, the state when I was first kind of brought into this world. I'm trying to clear my mind of the wreckage of my past. I'm trying to free my mind of negative thoughts. I'm, I'm freeing myself from things that don't serve me. I'm, I'm recycling my life's dumpster that I've been pushing around into everything. That's, that's for me in a nutshell, kind of like taking the car analogy and the blind spots and getting people in it and, and travel with people that you love and care for and be a giver, but you remember not everybody knows how to give. So um, learn to be patient enough and know that it didn't take you just five minutes to become somebody who was great. It's taken you a lifetime. So give grace to people. I think that's something that we forget a lot too is, is give grace. You know, I have a lot of grace given to me when someone um, knocked on my door and saved my life. I have a lot to be thankful for. And I only live my life um, for today. I don't live it for tomorrow. I don't live it for next year. Am I saving and planning and doing all the things that, you know, anybody who's a financial planner is listening like, good, you're living for today, but are you living for like a long term? I'm like, yes, but I'm very mindful of what's going on right here, right now, talking to you. Right. Like, that's how I'm dialed in. So I mentioned at the top of the show, the, the first time we ever spoke, you said that community is the most important thing and we don't talk about it. So is the importance of community related to, you know, you're the average of the five people and you need people to see your, your blind spots. Is, is that the core or is there more? Well, I, so I teach the growth mindset and then I'll tie this into community and the growth mindset. Um, I, I wrote it in my journal that I just recently launched um, is all about being grateful. And I think so much of life is uh, we have expectations and acceptances of what goes on and what doesn't. And, uh, you know, we can get really pissed that we got pulled over today uh, by the police officer on our way to the office. But imagine if you just reframed it for a moment. So I'm so thankful I didn't kill anybody today and I caused an accident. I'm so thankful that I was speeding that I now know better. All right, I'm going to slow down a little bit. I'm just grateful. R stands for being real. You need to be real with yourself before you can be real with others. And real is something that has taken me a long time to be able to, yes, I did it 21. Yes, I did it 31. Yes, 36. Talking to my mom, I got real. I, I talked a lot about some stuff that I buried from my dad molesting me as a child. Like I just buried shit, better word, mm -hmm. uh, just to live life. You know, and I just buried who I was and who I wasn't. And, um, and, and then, you know, I, I, once I got real with myself, I was able to be real with others. And that really helped me uh, to get into the, you know, the O, which is open-mindedness. And some of this comes from my 12-step program, but is being open-minded today is probably a lot better than being closed-minded, mm -hmm. right? You've heard the whole thing, jump out of an you know, airplane, you know, if you don't open your chute, you're most likely to die, right? So open your chute, be open to what's coming um, so you can be prepared. And then uh, the W stands for willingness. You gotta have willingness in your life. You have to have, it's like desire. It's like motivation. It's like, it's like deodorant, don't leave without it. You know, like put it on, get it used to it because it's something you should do on a daily basis. And I have to wake up every single day with a certain amount of willingness to go and attack the day. But the most important letter in the entire part of growth for me right now, this very moment with you today is the T. And that stands for teachable. I have to be teachable in all things that I do. I don't want my ego. I don't want me like, you know, I'm a believer. 
uh, I don't want to edge God out. I don't want to edge good out. I want to, I want to just be like, all right, what are you teaching me today? My neighbor Todd talks about it all the time. He's like, you know, everyone's teaching you a lesson, something good, something bad. Everybody's a teacher, right? So be teachable today. And then if you uh, kind of work the program and you get to the H and you work the 12 week program, my goal is to help you on your path to happiness. And I think that's kind of like what I'm all about. And uh, so I took my journal um, and an online guide and I threw it all together and I added a community component. And comments today were like, wow, it's so crazy. All of us from all around the world, from all different time zones, benefiting off of one another with all of these unique backgrounds. And you know what? Because when I was a child, I didn't know um, that it was okay to raise your hand as you got older in school. Like just elementary school was like, you know, cool to raise your hand. And then when you got to junior high, uh, you kind of got laughed at when you asked a question, your friends poked the bear and made fun of you. And then by high school, you were too embarrassed and like, screw it, I'm not doing it. And then we kind of build that habit in life. We just don't raise our hand and ask, mm-hmm. you know, take your hand out of your pocket today and stick it out and introduce yourself to somebody and work on building community, work on building, you know, servant mind leadership, like go and help others around you and do something. So one day if you ever needed it, like you could just pull the tug cord on your parachute and boom, all these people would show up to be there. That's how I live my life. My, my mental capacity is uh, a lot of times overwhelming and sometimes, uh, you know, I go fast in a lot of different directions, but it all comes back to one thing. I got out of bed today. Tony Grubmeyer woke up at 622 AM in Denver, Colorado with contribution on his mind. I didn't get out of bed for my wife. I didn't get out of bed for my kids. I didn't get out of bed for anybody else. I first and foremost thanked my creator for giving me another opportunity today to go and contribute. Then, then, and only then do I understand the gift. And that's where gratitude comes in the gift that I've been given to look at this woman who I've been married to for over 20 years We had our issues, ups and downs, separated for three years, lucky to be married, worked through a lot of crazy stuff that I caused. But man, I'm so blessed and thankful. Then I've got a kid in the basement getting ready to go off to college in a few months, another kid at college. I'm just grateful and blessed. Like community is, if you were to stop and ask yourself, you have one hour to live, one hour to live. The rest of this life is going to be over as you know it. Who would you call and who would you invite? How many people would show up? Would people drop everything they're doing for you and help you? So I'm building a community where people will do just that. They'll stop whatever they're doing. They'll come to your aid, to your side, not like you're crying wolf, but like, you know what? I'm in a crisis. I need help. Do you know a lawyer by any chance? Do you know a therapist? Do you know a a divorce attorney? Do you know somebody? And, And I'm building resources like that. That's part of the Be Fulfilled Life community that we've created is helping people say, hey, you know what? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. I'm a person. You even said it in my intro that despite your past, you can overcome any obstacle. And I want to help people get to the point where they don't have to contemplate doing something stupid um, because I did make a decision at a time to take my life. And then what I learned from it is what the gift of uh, building a really unique and powerful community, one 
which changes lives, one that inspires people uh, to pursue their greatness and helps people to overcome obstacles. That's, that's the, I think, the importance of the growth mindset really has led to a very passionate and strong community of, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and business owners from all around the world. But those are the people that I, I feel most connected to. It doesn't mean if I walk down the street and see somebody not in need, I'm not going to stop. That has nothing to do with it. But I'm just, I'm putting people around me um, that are like me, that can help me. And then there's people who are around me that are not like me that I am learning a ton from. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of community as well is like, all right, are you teachable, Tony, this morning? You know, are you going to be willing to like go outside of your comfort zone and learn from somebody who runs a completely different business than you and has a way different mindset than you, but is super successful. And, and that's, that's kind of like why I do what I do is because, you know, I, I got up today. I, you were, you were at the top of my list this morning when I sat with my team and planned my day and created my day. You were the highlight of my day, spending time talking to you today and talking about stuff that I was afraid to talk about, talking about things that matter at the, at the core of helping me be a better leader, um, a better husband, a better friend, a better father, a better son, a better brother talking about things that I wanted to run from. Now I run too, because I know that I can be there to support people. That's why I have decided that my life, the rest of my life, the best life that I've got to live is ahead of me and community is the number one thing in there that I'm doing to be a servant leader is to help people see for themselves. Um, You know, there's a saying in the program, you know, my lenses and my glasses were backwards. Hmm. I couldn't see so clear, but now I got them flipped around. I can see. And so you know, clean the lenses, wipe down the, the windshield, get rid of the negatives and, and, you know, fill up the uh, windshield wiper fluid today and be mindful of what you're up to and clear your path for you, know where you're going and what you're doing. And I just found community works best. Cool. And I, I want to clarify, you're at your, you're at your low point, you're considering ending your life, you, you, everything just feels like it's freaking horrible. Was it a single aha moment that you had the growth mindset or was it a journey? Oh, <laughs> life's a straight line, right? Yeah. The moment you wake up until the moment you die, uh, somebody came around with one of those little like uh, things you see on a construction line and they, you know, they, boop, and then it's like a straight line. No, uh, it's not. Life isn't a straight line, man. It's, it's a journey. Um, it's, it's a challenge. There's some days I don't want to get out of bed, right? Uh, we were talking this morning about hitting the snooze button on your alarm when it goes off what you're really saying to yourself into the day is like screw you like screw you i don't need you in reality what you're really doing to yourself is putting off your greatness and uh then what happens is in that five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes that you slept um you're probably more tired less focused and you're going to be like i didn't sleep well last night and so now that's a negative thought going with you all day so empower yourself Uh, i do it i have an alarm on my phone you know, it says basically, um, you know, give the day away or snooze, mm. like give the day away because the day's here. So now I'm going to go do something with my day. I'm going to give it away to the world. I'm going to go let people know what I'm up to and how I can be impactful. So I'm going to go give my day away. I want to go help people um, or hitting snooze just puts me in bed for a lot longer. And then my whole day's off. Then that's probably why I got pulled over too. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing, you're playing catch up by then. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. And I, I just, I wanted to clarify that because some people hearing about 
so much success and everything you've learned, it, it can feel like, oh, they got this overnight and I'll never be able to figure this out. And, you know, it, it takes I'm an overnight time. success, 18 years in the making, if you really, really want to know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I run a, um, an Inc. 5000 company for the past five years. Uh, I'm in the fulfillment and logistics business. Um, I ship almost 2 million packages worldwide for our clients and customers every single year. Um, I love working and helping people to become uh, leaders in their own life. Um, but I tell them all the time, you know what, if I had a magic eight ball that told you it'd be easy, I'd break it. I don't want people to think there's a magic way. However, I think there's some add-ons or level ups. Like if you're playing Super Mario Brothers, like, you know, like you get to hundred coins and you get a new guy, like, Ooh, I leveled up. It's because you were out there being a good person, helping others. Right. And you know, every person that I've met in my life, including yourself, um, you know, if I had enough value, I've received tons from you. Uh, you know what? We're going to build a friendship. We were talking, you know, in the interview when you were on my show about where you were traveling and what you're up to. And I, I think I even sent you a picture a couple days ago of, you know, Petra. And I was talking like, it's cool. Like I'm, I built a new relationship and now it's called maturity. It just takes time to happen. It's not going to happen overnight. So I, I don't think anything happens too fast. Rome wasn't built in a day, nor was it remodeled in a day. It's still right. being remodeled to this day. So just be mindful of all that. And uh, anybody who hears my story, if you ever have questions about anything that I've said, I'm an open book. You can call me, text me, send me a smoke signal, reach me, find me, write me. Um, my job, my mantra in life is to, to encourage you to do the work. And I don't know what that work looks like for you, but I do know that you have to do the work. And I love that you brought up that, that it's not easy because I find most of the things, the changes that I've made in my life and what I share with people, they're simple, but they're not easy, mm -hmm. right? Uh, changing any habit, any pattern, it, we need the awareness of it. And then if we decide we want to change it, you know, it's going to take conscious effort to start that new pattern, to, to make those changes that we're, we're used to. And if we're used to always taking a left around the world, oh no, I want to take a right. Oh yeah, I got to remember. Oh wait, I got to really focus on taking that right. Um, so what do you, let me ask this question because this has popped up when you were saying it because I think it's so funny. Um, do you think you change your habits or do you replace your habits? What's the difference? Well, change for me, right? Change means is like, well, I stopped going to McDonald's so now I'm going to drink smoothies. Well, I think my habit of drinking alcohol and drugs is still in me. So I replaced those things those things that I did with something healthy today, hmm. go to a 12 step program, you know, work a program, have a sponsor, help sponsor people, be of service. I'm always going to be the guy who, who did what he did in life up to this point, but I'm just doing things differently today. So did I change? Maybe, but I re more likely replace something that I did with something better. And I think that's what I want people to be mindful of is that you have that ability. Like it's not something that, Andy or Tony has, you know, access to, we all have access to yeah. it. Uh, I was listening, listening to uh, think and grow rich earlier today. Uh, Bob Proctor. I was listening to the secret. I was listening to, um, you know, from Jim Rohn, Wayne Dyer, Zig Ziglar, like Les Brown. Like I want to let people know, like if you listen to any personal development, any motivation, any inspirational thing, it's awesome, but it's worthless unless it's applied. And you have to find what's applicable in your life. And for me, giving up drugs and alcohol, 
It wasn't serving me. So I went over here and I decided to do something totally different. And that's, that's why I just wanted to ask the question because yes, they're very similar, but the reframe in my brain has to get to the point where I completely understand like, I still have that ability to go out and get drunk tonight because I can't eat one Oreo cookie and put down the bag. I can't eat one French fry and throw away the rest. I can't eat one now and later and throw away the rest. It's like, I don't have that. I have, I suffer from something that I have labeled something very simple for people. I have an on off switch, not a dimmer switch. Mm. I'm all in or I'm all out. There is no middle ground with this entrepreneur. Mm. I don't know if that's relatable to anybody, but I do know that when you really stop and think about what I just said, are you all in or are you all out? Because it's really hard to just be a little in. Because yeah. you know what? Something else will come around. Next thing you know, you'll be like, ah, see you later. Bye. Click. And I have literally been an entrepreneur since 1996 on the internet. I have worked every single day at the one notion of how do I get better? Even through drugs and alcohol, and marital issues and business issues and everything, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta have the, the, the core fundamental beliefs. It's integrity. You have to be kind and you have to be someone who almost over communicates so that people understand you. Because I think the program talks about it. We all are wanting to be understood the highest level. We want people to understand us. We want people to know who we are. So we exert tons of energy in trying to get you to like me. We exert tens of energy trying to get you to like, you know, do things for me. And I'm like, you know what? That's all what people want you to believe. I think the only thing that you have to do in this world is be a kind, loving, caring person. And if you do that on a daily basis, the world has so much to offer you. Beautiful. Oh, man, I'm covering a lot. Um, I want to back up to one of the, the parts of the growth mindset. The first one, be, the, the one that stood out to me a lot was willingness because that, that took a lot, a long time for me to, to grasp. Sure. Um, you know, like I want change. I want to fix me. I want to fix them. Uh, but you, you change isn't possible until there's willingness. Willingness needs to come first. So if, if, if I want change, you know, first, if I couldn't make change, I'm like, all right, first, all right. Am I willing to change? Am I willing to be wrong? Am I willing to have, am I willing to recognize every habit I've have doesn't serve me? Am I, you know, that willingness, sure. you know, uh, the old saying you can be right or you can be happy. And being right was really important to me growing up until I was willing to be wrong. And that's what brought me happiness. Oh, I, I love it. it, it and anybody listening, we're going we're gonna to digress for just two seconds and talk about uh, the Patriots because uh, you've got an amazing uh, jacket on today talking about the Patriots. Um, people are out to hate on Tom Brady and Bilicek, right? They're just flat out to hate on them. Oh, my gosh. You, you know, like, oh, the refs didn't get this call, blah, blah, blah. Like, here's the deal, bottom line. And I think we were talking about this a couple of days ago. Um, you know, Tom Brady is the, the constant like student. He is in the film room first, leaves last, always trying to figure out how to get better, taking care of his body, his mind, working on his family, the things that are super important to him. He's 41 doing things that most 21 year olds can't. And yet there's a gentleman on the other side of the field, you know, who's sometimes calling plays or they're working on things who is studying like a beast, ferocious at looking at everything that's going on, right? And Andy Reid this week, what did he do? He went out and fired his defensive coordinator, right? Because like, 
a team that has a bunch of holes like the Patriots beat a team that had a phenom as a quarterback all year. And everybody thought, Hey, they were destined to go to the Super Bowl." I said, here's what's crazy. Belichick and Brady take ordinary and turn them into extraordinary. What a freaking gift. I want to be surrounded by more people like that who can take an ordinary person and help them to know that so inside of all of us is a greatness. It's a power bigger than anything I can possibly tell you. And I can't wait for you to discover it. I can't wait for you to find it. And so when I think, of, you know, I've been sitting here the whole time looking at your shirt, your jacket, and I'm thinking, Belichick and Brady, man, I'm not a fan of the Patriots. Uh, that's not the team I root for. I root for a team that uh, sucks. Uh, I root for the, I root for my Raiders. I have, I was a little kid. Um, but I have this, this desire inside of me and willingness that, you know what, man, like I want to be a better version of myself today. And when I see Brady, I'm like, that's a great person to model after. That's a great person to, I don't need to know everything that he does. Just watch what he does on the field. Poised, confident, looks at the clock, two minutes. All right, cool. Let's go get a touchdown. Like that's confidence. And that's not in a negative way. That's just in a like, wow. Imagine if you had that about all things in your life. You're like, all right, no big deal. So what would that look like? What would you have to do to get to that point? And, you know, Jim Rohn talks about study, practice, and teach. And, you know, I think, you know, everything we've kind of talked about today, you know, I go from the disease mindset to an empowered mindset. I was once kind of this diseased way of thinking and it wasn't working for me. And now today I have an empowered way of thinking that's serving me and serting others. And I think if you can make the, the distinction between an on-off switch and a disease mindset and an empowered mindset, it all comes from changing my behaviors and changing my thoughts to literally changing my life. Yeah. And that, again, that, that's so key. And so I had been, so huh. when I was like 19 years old, I was in an alcohol rehab because no one knew, knew what to do with me. Um, but I wasn't an alcoholic. So they said I had an addictive personality. I just hadn't yep. found the substance to abuse it. I hadn't selected it. Um, so it's much what you're saying. So I was always taught that, you know, that was bad, like this on or off all in and, and being suicidal is the ultimate way. You know, I'm all into life. It's not going my way. Great. I'm all out. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. Um, but harnessing that can really serve you like, like running to the things that scare you, you know, diving into something that you feel that little calling that wants to be done. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm making this happen. So, you know, that's the ability to, again, to reframe what, what, what had been diagnosed in my life as, as a weakness or some weird thing. Like, wait a minute. No, I can, I can use this. You know, I remember as a child thinking some crazy thoughts, like, you know, where did I come from? Right. So like my first thing is like, you know, did the stork drop me off? Like, how did I get here? Right. You know, Oh, then my mom and my dad, but I didn't get this until about 37, 38 years old. This one thing that I'm going to share. Every person listening at one time or another has put on um, underwear and or socks or shoes. So I'll ask you, Andy, what foot do you put on first? Do you put your left or do you put on your right? Hmm. It's so unconscious now. Let's see. I think I put on my left first. I use my, I stand on my right if I'm standing up and put on the left first. Cool. Do you have access to siblings, parents? Do you have any access to any of them still around? Yeah. Cool. Next time you have a conversation with your mom or your dad, ask them, hey mom, what foot do you put in first, your left or your right? 
And see, what I realized was at 38 years old that um, I basically modeled everything that I saw. Yeah. And so my parents did the exact same thing. Sure. And so when I had a paradigm shift, I got to know at a deeper level that change is available up until our last breath for every one of us. Despite anything you've done, any bad choices, anything that you feel is like unforgivable, um, there's forgiveness. Yep. And yep. the first part of forgiveness comes to you, to you personally. You have to learn to forgive yourself. And it took me a couple of years into to, uh, sobriety to finally forgive myself for some of the things that I've done. Um, and, and, and I want to talk about it because I think a lot of us, um, we have these fixated mindsets around like I screwed up, I messed up, no one will love me, I'm a piece of crap, like blah, 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 blah. That, that's my bad filter. I can flip that tape on any day. I'll play 80s hits one moment, I'll be listening to Duran Duran, Wham, or whoever it may be. And the next moment I'm in the pity pot sitting on the toilet going, how the hell did we get here again? I don't know what we just did, but man, I am in the wrong place. And that's why I have to be mindful of people support myself with great community, have great resources, attend seminars, workshops, constantly be uh, teachable and always ask better questions. There's always more questions to ask. And I would love to find out the answer um, when you talk to some family member because see you, you do things today because of what had unknowingly happened to you through your families, uh, fears and experiences, we, we pull those and wear them like clothing on our body without knowing it. Oh yeah. And so for me, it was really powerful when I realized about it. Paradigm's pretty straightforward. You know, Bob Proctor talks about you take a kid from New York, take him to, you know, like Shanghai, leave him there. He'll grow up speaking Chinese, no knowledge anymore about English. And you take a kid from Shanghai and bring him into New York at the infant stage, he'll grow up speaking perfect English. So we, we quickly manifest things that are going on around us. So focus your focus, whatever you focus on grows. Stay really positive in all things that you do. If you feel yourself like getting in a bad way, raise your hand in community and say, I need help. Anybody want to go grab lunch? And sometimes, usually for me, it's just a phone call. If I just start talking out what I'm feeling, um, and I just know better today because of the things that I've coached people through, but also experienced things for myself at a high level that my blind spots are always there. They're never going away. I just know better today. So if you got in the car and you pulled out and you hit somebody, officer comes up to you and says, Andy, what happened? You're like, I didn't see anybody. And they're like, all right, you get your car out of the shop in six months. You get back into the car and you pull out again and get in an accident. The officer says, oh my gosh, you again? Didn't we just do this? Yeah. What happened? I knew I had a blind spot. I just didn't make the adjustments that were necessary. I didn't, I didn't look, give me a citation. I'm so sorry. And then now from there, it's all choices after that. Cause you know better and now just do better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the big thing. Um, knowing about something is one thing, but when you really know it, it's because you're doing it. And that, that's a, a gap that took yeah. me a long time to really, I'd heard it, but again, it's something that had to be experienced for me to, to really get it. Sure. And, and also about forgiveness, uh, boy, it was, 11, it was 2008 for me. That's a, a big year for both of us. And at 2008, I was at my first kind of personal growth event at this week-long meditation retreat. And I just had, my big breakthrough was realizing I had survived multiple murder attempts on myself. Mm -hmm. And one night, 
I, I wrote letters asking for forgiveness to my mm. mom, to my dad, to myself, and to God, to life. And it was that's when I really started healing, when I, when I asked for forgiveness. Um, until then, I, it, it, you know, it's, uh, it's a chemical imbalance. It's, it's circumstances. It's whatever. But, but in, until that point, I thought, hi, I'm Andy, and I'm suicidal. Hi, I'm Andy. I'm depressed. Like, I thought that was me. I thought it was who I was and always would be. But, but again, being able to, starting with forgiving myself and asking the people around me who had already forgiven me, but I had to like ask and make sure because it would never have been verbalized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I sent a bouquet of roses to my mom, to my dad, um, and they lived apart by that point. And my dad got, he, he lost the tag. He's like, I don't, someone, some stranger sent me roses. What is this about? <laughs> so it took a while to clarify what that was for me. Um, but, but and that had a great humor to, uh, to make it easy, even easier to talk about too. There's a but, quote, I put it up today. Uh, um, it says, forgive others, not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. I don't know who it's from. I just found it. I liked it. Um, and I think that really hits home, you know, real men feel, I don't know how to feel. So I medicated to change the way that I feel. Yeah. Now that I don't medicate anymore, I have feelings. I cry more. I, um, you know, one of my dear friends, Sean Stevenson, I was kind enough to write the forward in my book talks about, you know, all the things that he's gone through, everything that, you know, in his like 39 plus years of existence on earth, you know, um, I, I said one day, I said, noble wisdom guy, I call him like my, my Yoda. I'm like, can you, can you help a guy like me who only seems to cry when I watch sad movies or tearful, like, you know, moments in like TV shows or whatever, but I don't have any emotions to cry outside of that. And he goes, because it's safe mm -hmm. and it's, you can be vulnerable in those little moments because you <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a good movie. But like if my wife and I were arguing and I, or, or we were having a hard discussion, it's really hard for me to be emotional. It's part of what I've worked on for most of my adult life is to feel. I want to, that's why with no caffeine in my body, I can start feeling things that I, I wasn't able to because it was just something else that I put in my body to keep me going. You know, I've been off of energy drinks like six months, right? I got, I'm surrounded by people who drink energy drinks and I'm like, uh, that's great. Glad it works for you. It just doesn't work for me. And I want to feel because I, I didn't experience that growing up. You know, I'm writing a book. I love you. I'm sorry. Goodbye. It's all a lie. That's the title of my book, right? I love you is cheap and meaningless. It just, it's, it gets spewed out like, you know, going around the board and monopoly. It's just easy. You just roll the dice and do it. It comes out of our mouth so easy. Um, I'm sorry, you know, is another good word. Like, I'm so sorry. You know, I did that to you and then goodbye. Well, it's not you, it's me. So I'm leaving, you know, and I think our society is just, you know, the first three chapters are my versions of those stories. You know, I love you. I'm sorry. Goodbye. That's my story. It's all a lie. Hmm. And the next nine chapters are all about how to flip the script and reframe the rest of your life to be the absolute best possible life you could live. Because I, I want to get to the end of my life, right? I don't want to get to the end of it wishing I would have lived out my dreams, right? Just to say like, oh, I lived out my dreams. I got no regret. But I want to I outlive my dreams, I want to get so many dreams going that I'm just bam, 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 bam. And I'm just living out every single day, every moment, every opportunity of all the things that I want to have happen for my wife, my kids, my parents, 
for my sister, for my brother, for my friends. I want to be a stepping stone to help people get there, whatever that looks like for them. But see, I didn't know because I didn't have feelings to understand when you lose a loved one, what does that mean? Like, I know that you're sad. I know that you lost somebody, but I don't know how to comfort you because I don't even know how to comfort myself. Now today I can be there and stay instead of fight or flight. I can hold your hand and love you and not say a word. It's hard, but I can do it. I can comfort you and not tell you that it's going to get better, but say that I'll be there with you one day at a time. Uh, I have compassion for things that I didn't before. And, you know, I think if, if we go back to the whole concept, at least my view of your show and kind of the whole opportunity is this man did not know how to love because I didn't feel love. I didn't know how to not do stuff because I was acting out looking for attention because I felt like I was not getting it because my, you know, I'm not blaming any of this on my parents. So mom, if you're listening, this is not that it's what it really is, is that you were working three jobs you were always trying to provide for Julie and myself. You're always working to put food on the table. You got up early and got home late, fell into bed, and I admired that, and I still do. It wasn't the fact that I modeled after my dad who literally, you know, became a millionaire, lost it all, became a millionaire, and lost it all, became a millionaire, and then lost it all. Like, I followed that, right? It wasn't because of any of that. What it was was I just didn't have somebody to sit down with me and say, here's how to live a really good life, son. Here's a, here's, a, here's a way that you don't have to screw up like I did. And I think parents, anybody listening today, if you have children at home, five plus, six plus, seven plus, start having childlike adult conversations with your kids, but in a unique way where um, you're not trying to say like all the things that you screwed up because they're just not going to process it. But you can tell them little stories. Like one time Billy and I were playing and I shot Billy with a BB gun and Billy got hurt and I shot out a window and I didn't say something I should have, you know, like you can start finding little lessons to start having these conversations with your children because I don't think it's too early to start being the change that you wish to see in this world and to give them that. That's what my mom gave me. When my mom talked to me for 45 minutes, my mom gave me hope and told me that I could break the cycle. I could, you know, remold the whole thing. I could make it better. And she always, she always led with encouragement. And that's what I think this show means for so many people is um, she gave me hope. She planted something in front of me, which was 10 years out. She says, you know, son, like you can't even begin to imagine what your life's going to look like in 10 years. I think a lot of what we're dealing with today in our society is the hope is gone for a lot of people. And I think what people are left with is their own devices and they're manifesting it. You know, I ordered off of Amazon, got it here in an hour. Wow. Woo. You know, I got what I wanted really quick. Bam. Everything's done. And we were talking about work and dedication. And, and if you go to the gym, you don't get ripped overnight. It, it takes a lot of time and you got to put in the work. And, um, you know, one of my favorite books I'm staring at right now is the power of habit. Why we do what we do in business and life. The second one he came out with is smarter, faster, better. Like, I think those are the things that we want to achieve is we want to become smarter. We want to do it faster and we want to be better now. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? That's awesome. But that's a unicorn. It just takes time. And uh, my mom had a sign above her classroom for her students as time will pass. Will you? 
<laughs> and that really means that it's going to happen. The same wind blows us on an all, like it, whatever happened today, it's happening all around to everybody. It's just what we do about it. And that's why I quote Jim so much is because I live his, his mantras, his examples out. It's the set of the sail. They, my attitude changes everything. If I have a positive outlook on life, I'm just going to be a lot more positive in relationships. Uh, I have great friends. Uh, I have deep friendships. I've got friends that I've had since childhood. I've got friends from elementary, junior high, and high school, from all walks of life, from uh, previous uh, people who have worked with me. I've worked with them. Um, I keep people. I don't lose people. Um, if, if, you know, you're not in my immediate life, I'm praying about you. I'm thinking about you. I'm, I'm doing things, you know, in a way where I feel like it's what I would want people to do for me. That's all because I've been given the gift today of a renewed mindset. Hmm. And I didn't have that when I drank. I didn't have that ability to, sure. um, you know, ooh, let's not drink today. Okay, cool. So we're going to go get some McDD's? You know, we're going to go to McDonald's? Like, what are we going to do? And like, oh, hey, we're going to go screw around. All right. Now I'm like, I have a day. I have an example. I have a model that I work. I work the growth mindset. I journal. I read the Bible. I, I attend a meeting. I call my sponsor. I... You know, it's like, wow, I've got all these babysitters around me helping me to be, become a better version of myself. I, but I just know it works. So right. why don't you do what works? And I didn't know until I know now that uh, if, you, if you do it long enough, stay consistent and you don't quit, you'll get everything out of this one life you've been given and uh, it'll be the absolute best. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hmm. So your podcast and your community and even the journal is all around be fulfilled. That's kind of, that's kind of your brand. That's the main name, right? Yeah. Be fulfilled. So uh, podcast is be fulfilled, talk to entrepreneurs and it's the real stories behind success. I want to know what makes you, you not what made you successful. And I think that's one powerful moment is because if I get to understand you, I'll know why you're successful. The uh, second part is uh, BeFulfilledJournal.com, which is just my 12-week guide. I, I sat down for two years and worked with a creative team to come up with a format and flow to really teach some really practical terms, which is growth, broken down into 12 weeks with an online guide and a community. So when you buy your journal, you get access to an online guide that supports you and then a uh, community that engages with you. And I don't see many products like that out in the market. It's what I thought would be really powerful and helpful for me. So I went out and created it. Um, and, um, you know, from, from my journal to my podcast to, you know, my personal brand, um, TG, right? So it's Tony Grebmeyer. I got the, uh, the graphic on my hat and then I reframed it because I thought, you know what? My ego's talking that I got my own hat. It reminds me to thank God. Uh -huh. So TG just reminds me to thank God today. Like, thank you for this opportunity, this gift that you've given me. Um, yeah, those are my properties. And then my, you know, what I do for the last, you know, 18 plus years is run a logistics and fulfillment company called ship offers. And, and, um, you know, I help elite marketers in the health and wellness space, survival, digital, uh, you know, authors who want to go print a physical good like book um, can have access to our resources. And at the end of the day, if we're not a good fit, I'll find you somebody who can. That's part of that mantra that I live out of contribution is trying to help people um, to know that they become more than they currently are and that everything's available to them. And really, that's kind of life in a nutshell for me is really this 
why everything is about B is because I was a human doer and now I'm a human being. Mm. Being, um, you know, a person today that can feel, that can share how I feel, who can say that doesn't seem right. Before I would just look the other way and kind of walk away from a situation. Now today I, I try to offer, you know, support. And I think, you know, it'll, anybody who gets to know me uh, versus understanding me, people who get to know me know that I'm likable, you know, I'm athletic. I like to have fun with my friends and my family. I love to travel, blah, 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 blah. But at the deepest level, I don't see our differences. I see our similarities. Hmm. I see no color of skin. I don't see hair, no hair, eyes, no eyes, limbs, no limbs. I see your heart. And that's what I want people to know most about me is that um, my, my goal is to share my heart with you and hold your heart in my hands because that's what makes us us is the heart. It's you lose your heart. It's gone. You can lose your limb and you're going to be okay. Maybe a little different, but you lose your heart. I don't think we really have an ability to stay alive for a very long period of time. Hmm. So we're all connected. We all beat together in alignment with that heart. And so I, I like to get there deep as fast as I possibly can. I'll tell you my entire life story in 30 seconds, if that would make your life better. That's because what I've done, I did, but what I do today matters and I do it in such a way to hopefully somebody today, that was my goal of contribution is to impact one person's life today. That was my whole goal for getting out of bed today. Go impact one person's life. Leave that person better off. And, and Sean Stevenson had even said one time, like, don't you want to do like tens of thousands or millions or whatever? I'm like, it only takes one Martin Luther King to change the way we look at the world. It only, you know, it takes one Princess Diana to change the way that we look at the world. It only took one Gandhi to change the way that we look at the world. You know, and I want to go out today and inspire one person to go find their passion, their desire, their drive, their will, the thing that they want most. And you know what? If you have to give up everything that you've done so you can go do everything you want so you can become the person you always wanted to be, what's stopping you? And none of that was available to me when I was a little boy. No one gave me a little book and said, you know, Tony, if you grow up and do these things, you're going to be okay. Later in life, people try to say, well, read the Bible. Everything you need is in the Bible. And I'm like, great. I was born a Jew. Dad was Catholic. Wouldn't live with my dad. Got kicked out of Catholic school. Uh, lived with a Christian family who happens to be my business partner. And then I married a Mormon. So what we did was we took all four of those things, put them in a Vitamix, hit puree. And I just believe today that there's a power greater than myself, just like it's available to all of us. And even people who don't believe, you believe in something. Yeah. So what are you going to believe? Cool. Yeah, I, I love the synchronicity because uh, so last night in my own meditation, I was tasked with a new daily challenge to share love and joy with one person each day and not a social meme, not a society, but just no, go find a human being in my path and do something to, to know, let them know that they are loved and there's joy in their life. And it just feels really synchronous that you're mentioning that and the impact we all have uh, just on, on one person's life because that is how change ripples out. That's how good ripples out. Kindness, love, what, whatever you're after hmm. starts with, with you and one person. Or actually, it starts with you, right? If it's an issue first, forgiving yourself or your willingness to feel whatever it is you want to share and see more of. But Yeah, I love it. I mean, the things we talked about today are the things that I got out of bed for today. Cool. So I feel like you've, I feel like you've uh, 
kind of been answering my next question for you know the past 40 minutes but since fulfillment is so much a part of the things you're doing i wonder like what's your definition of fulfillment that's great i think doing the thing that you are most passionate about um you know when i was a little boy i remember playing with star wars uh little figures and millennium falcon and an x-wing and all these things and i remember one day <laughs> Uh, I couldn't necessarily afford uh, the Empire Strikes Back Luke Skywalker. And that's when Luke had his, basically his lightsaber and his hand got cut off, right? So I was trying to figure out like, how could I make myself kind of a Luke Skywalker lightsaber? But I really couldn't. So I took, you know, version one of Luke and I went into the kitchen and grabbed a toothpick and wrapped tape around it just enough so I could get the lightsaber, you know. Uh, out and I remember like that was fulfillment. I was like, it was exciting. Like I, I went out and did something that I said I wanted to do. And when I got to the end, I was like, that was great. Now what's next? And I've always kind of looked at life. Like if yours is to bring what happiness and joy and purpose and love to the world right today, and mine is to go out and impact the world that they bring change. Well, I want to go do that again tomorrow because my goal is fulfillment. I've already done it once. I'm going to keep doing it because it feels good. Right? Yeah. So the fulfillment piece for me really is I run a fulfillment company hmm. and I personally help people to fulfill their, their dreams, their goals, their ideas, and their thoughts. And, um, you know, I'm all about fulfillment. Anybody who knows me will tell you that's probably the first thing that comes to mind is, is, uh, his desire for helping people to be fulfilled. And so when the name came down to like using it to be fulfilled, it was a no brainer. And um, it's funny because people always will comment, well, how come it's all smashed together? I'm like, because life is all smashed together and you know, we just got to go with it. We got to go have fun. I'm like, uh, Ian Garlic, a dear friend of mine always says version done is better than version none. Right. Right. Like on. Just, you know, just do something today. Great. Um, and you can always change, uh, tomorrow or later on today, if you want. So, you know, Andy, I, I got to tell you, you know, we've only known each other for a short period of time, but when you meet a spirit, when you meet a, a, a being on the planet and you start saying, you know, in my meditation and my prayer, this is what I was thinking about. And you're like, hmm, alignment, community, connection, authenticity, integrity, like that's improvement. I think over our both of our past and some similarities for sure. And uh, different, different things have happened at different times, but isn't it amazing that two people can have an intelligent conversation at a, at a really deep, deep level, um, even with all of the things that we've thought about and done in our life, get to this point and know that, you know, our work is impacting the world. It's making a difference. Even, and this, is, this was the hard thing for me to be able to say at first, my podcast is going to be so impactful, even if I'm the only person who listens. I'm going to be the, it's, I'm going to learn something listening to me. And that's the last thing that I really want to share today is spend time in reflection. Go to your memories tab on your Facebook, for example, and look at what you were doing a year ago from today. Did you even remember that before you looked? What were you doing three years ago? Can you even remember that? See, we're so, so consumed, even in my fulfillment answer about what's next, what's next, what's next. But I spend so much time in my, my life is in reflection because everything that I have done has brought me to this exact moment. The good, the bad, and the ugly brought me to this exact moment on this one day at this one time talking to you. So why don't you go and reflect on what you've been doing and maybe make a little list of some things that you don't want to do anymore and cross them out. And I have a free course that I'm happy to give anybody. 
drainersanddrivers.com. It's a five-day free little mini course. Um, happy just to have people have it. Um, it kind of helps you to kind of figure out your drainers and drivers in your life. Maybe there's something that isn't working perfect right now and you think it's draining you where when you dig a little deeper, you realize that's not what's draining you. It's you that's draining it. And you need to kind of work on some things a little differently. And um, I tell people all the time, if you're contemplating a move, a new job, uh, before you go and interview, sit down and just do drainers and drivers and uh, share those things with your boss or the person you're interviewing with. Like, you know, my last job, um, you know, I was treated this way. My last job, you know, made me work 80 hours, paid me for 40. Like those are things that you should talk about because why go get another job? And then those things show up again, because that's usually what happens. The things that we don't want show up, they show up. So, uh, once again, focus your focus. And so drainers and drivers has been hugely successful. A business consultant friend of mine gave me the concept maybe six plus years ago. And I said, Hey, I'm going to run with this. I'm going to go build a course. I'm going to go build something, you know, simple and powerful. So it's totally free for anybody who wants it. Um, I'll, I'll take your emails wherever you can send them. I'm on Instagram social, but really for anybody listening today, I hope that I'm leaving you with a, a feeling of not just fulfillment, but of empowerment. I think that is what I would tell my mom and my dad. I wish you would have done differently was empowered me. They never told me I couldn't do something, but I don't know if I necessarily felt empowered growing up or knew what that definition was or knew how to explain that desire, that feeling at a deeper level with somebody of like empowerment. Like empowerment is that you believe in somebody or something so much so that uh, you, you know that, Hey, no matter if they're going to plus or minus this deal, uh, you're there to support them and to encourage them. And that's all about being a, a good people person. That's all about encouraging people to, to do more. And so I love empowering people with the fact that everything we talked about today is available to all of us. There's nothing magical about YouTube. It's just something that has an archive of all these videos you can watch. Mm -hmm. You know, like you can go read tons of books on Kindle or wherever you want to go. And they're available to all of us at our public library. There's, there's nothing of a tool or resource that, you couldn't get a journal and print out the pages that you could find on a PDF of my stuff online there. Like you don't have to buy anything, right? It's just that you have to be the person that you truly want to be. And if you're not, what are you going to do about it? Beautiful. Beautiful. So I, I really appreciate everything you're doing, everything you share with us uh, today. What's the best way for people to, to keep up with you and to see what you're up to and to take advantage of all the things that you're creating? Come join the, the Facebook community. I, I tell you, if you really want is just, be fulfilled, all one word, and life. And you can go become um, a person today that just jumps in. And, you know, I ask very uh, small things of you. One, don't be a, a douche. Don't be a bad person. Be somebody kind, loving, and caring. Somebody who wants to impact and change the world. Number two, it's okay not to know how to, you know, really, you know, change the world today. That's okay. I didn't either. But what I know now is I have resources and resources and resources at my fingertips that I can go out and really help the world. And then the last, the last thing that I, I, I think, if, if you join the community, you jump in, um, the journal will help you. Um, 
kind of unpacking kind of your life and what you've done up until this moment. Last thing that I would love to leave is Life's Dumpster. And I want everybody to visualize, you know, you standing where you're standing and in front of you is a 10 by 30 dumpster. And in this dumpster is everything that you've ever done. Everything, good, bad, ugly. It's all in this dumpster. And then on the other side of the dumpster, which you can't see, I want you to place like a family member, a wife, a husband, a brother, a sister, a mom, a dad, an aunt, somebody, just somebody of family because they've been around you long enough. Put them over there and then walk back around. And I want you to try to push that dumpster into them, like visually try to push that dumpster, that big 10 by 30 dumpster, like try to push it into them. It's heavy. But the crazy part about you is you've been doing that all your life and you didn't know it. You've been pushing that into everybody. So everything that you've done, you say, hey, well, you know, I've done my best to bury it. And now you push it into everybody. So no wonder your relationships are the way they are. No wonder your friendships are the way they are. So what I invite you to do is walk to the other side and grab that person's hand. And I want you to turn away from the dumpster. So I want you to turn your back to the dumpster. So now where's the dumpster? Visual. It's behind you. So if the dumpster is gone from the front to back, what's in front of you? Anything, anything you want. Now, the dumpster didn't mean it's gone, it's 10 by 30, it's got tons of stuff in it and it's gonna take work, but if you have the capacity and the willingness and the desire, you can start recycling some of those things. You can switch up those old habits and create new ones that are better and more serving. Um, but what I love to give in, as a visual is I wanna hand you today paintbrushes and paint and I wanna put a big giant canvas in front of you. And I wanna invite you even if you don't like to finger paint when you were four years old, I want you to finger paint and create and draw and don't worry about how it looks sexy and fun. Just go do it. And, uh, you know, let's create the best years of your life. And all I want people to know is like, you can stop pushing life's dumpster right now mm -hmm. and you can start creating the life you've always dreamed and desired. And if you don't know what to do, Go to trainersanddrivers.com. Go spend some time there and hopefully that'll motivate you, inspire you, encourage you and help you to pursue whatever it is that you want in life and know that uh, I'm here, Andy's here and other people are here guided, ready to, to go to help you discover your best self. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, thank you very much for, for giving us all this time, all this insight, all of your your mindset, all the skills and decisions that you've discovered and changing your life and how they're changing other people's as well. Uh, again, Tony, can't thank you enough for being here and for, uh, for your podcast as well. Uh, thanks everyone for listening to us today. Wherever you're listening, please post a rating, review, a share, give some feedback. Love to hear from you. Visit realmanfield.org to see all the links to Tony, how to keep track with him, uh, about the journal, about the podcast. I'll make sure everything's there. Check us out on Facebook, send us feedback, and we'll talk to you again soon. Be well, everybody. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel.